You're listening to The Aligned and Free Show, a spiritually infused personal development podcast for the ambitious woman. Our passion is to help you align with who you really are, what you really want, and to free yourself from the BS that's holding you back so that you can manifest your very own magical life. We talk about manifestation, of course, spirituality, wellness, mindset shifts, business, and so much more. I'm your host, Shakia Mayer, licensed mental health clinician, speaker, and spiritual mindset coach. All right, let's get into it. Hi, and welcome back to the Aligned and Free Show. I'm Shakia, and if this is your first time hanging out with me, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thanks for joining us today. In today's episode, we are going to continue our series on understanding imposter syndrome. Hey, lovely. I have a little something for you. If you are new to manifesting and you want to learn what manifestation is, you want practical steps and you want to practice a manifestation meditation, I have just the training for you. It's amazing. You can click the link in the description of this broadcast or you can head on over to alignedandfree.co for your free three-part audio training where you will learn the foundational blocks for manifesting anything you want. Okay, almost anything you want. But I just wanted to make sure you knew about it. So head on over to alignedandfree.co to download your free training. All right, back to the episode. Today, we're talking about some of the thinking patterns associated with imposter syndrome. And here's how I think of these thinking patterns. They tend to trigger or wake up your inner critic or your inner imposter. And as a result of these unhelpful thinking patterns, they can impact your confidence or your confidence is impacted, your self-worth is impacted, and whether or not you take action and what type of action you take is also impacted. And this is happening all while you are questioning your competence or your skills or your capabilities. And some of these unhelpful thinking patterns that are associated with imposter syndrome include overgeneralization. But before I go into overgeneralization, let me back up for a minute. These thinking patterns may have served you at some point throughout your life. That's why you continue to use them. But what I love to teach clients is just because it helped you before, if it's unhelpful for you now, let's choose something different. So whether we're talking about changing your thinking patterns or using different coping skills. Because at the end of the day, your thinking patterns can help you cope, even if it's not in the best way, can help you cope with a situation, right? It gives justification for a situation. It helps you get through a situation. But what we notice is, or what we realize is that they, the thinking pattern may not serve you anymore. And so maybe you learned to think a certain way during your childhood. And we're going to cover the origin of imposter syndrome or origins, because it can look different for from person to person and future episodes. But for the purpose of today's video, I just want you to remember that just because something worked for you in the past, if it is not serving you now, if it is not helpful for you now, then you need to, or I'm not going to say need, but then it's going to benefit you to think about what can work or what will work now if what you did before is no longer working. At some point, these thinking patterns were working for you, at least in the sense that 
it helps you to feel comfortable or safe in a situation. And so because of that, you continue, it reinforces the, the thinking pattern because you think this is, this is okay. Right. So, okay. Because I'll end up going into a whole nother conversation and I don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm going to stick to the topic at hand. One of the unhelpful thinking patterns associated with imposter syndrome is overgeneralization, as I had started to say before. So overgeneralization is when you tend to use words like always or never, even if you're talking about something that just happened one time, or you're talking about a single experience. So for example, you might say, I'm always messing up. If you had one conversation with your supervisor and they gave you helpful feedback, they didn't say you were the worst. They didn't say you were terrible. They just gave you helpful feedback, but you internalized that feedback and you said, oh my goodness, I'm always messing up. See, they're going to know I don't know as much as I thought I knew. They're going to think, or they're going to know I embellished, even though you didn't. They just gave you helpful feedback. Or another example is you might say, I'm never going to be successful in my job or in my business just because you had one hiccup. So again, if we use the example of your supervisor speaking to you at your job, perhaps you had your yearly evaluation or your mid-year evaluation. And again, your supervisor gave you helpful feedback. And because everything wasn't stellar, everything wasn't perfect, there was some feedback. You took it as criticism as a negative criticism, but that's not what it was. In this case, in this example, that's not what it was. It was just helpful feedback, but you internalized it and you said, well, how could I possibly be successful here? How could I possibly be successful in my career? I must not know anything. Oh my goodness. I'm never going to be successful here. I'm never going to be successful in my career. Or you had feedback from a client. I'm never going to be successful in my business. Okay. And so another unhelpful thinking pattern is the shoulds. Using the shoulds. Have you ever heard the expression, stop shooting over yourself? You know, sometimes I would ask my clients if they were shooting on themselves, shooting, should I ing. And I would ask them this whenever they would enter the cycle of, I should stay at my job because I need the paycheck, but my job makes me so miserable. I should major in XYZ because that would make my family happy. I shouldn't raise my fees because I'll upset my clients. I need to get another degree. I need to get another certification because then I'll feel more qualified and on and on and on. And so thinking you should or must or need to or ought to do something is often often associated or related to external expectations and associated with feelings of guilt or shame or even anger and resentment. Because again, if you feel you should do something, you might resent the decision or the person you're trying to please. I don't really want to do this and I'm just doing this. This is so stupid. Oh, this experience is horrible. And so you have this negative experience because you're doing something you don't even want to do, but you feel you should do it because it'll make somebody else happy. It'll make somebody else com more comfortable with you. So you feel you should do it. You need to do it. You ought to do it. 
And this thinking pattern is related to the third thinking pattern that we're going to talk about, the one that's coming up next, which is one that I have talked about in the past, which is one that I have experienced. Actually, if I'm being honest, I've experienced experienced all three, which is why I think I am qualified to talk about this. I'm also qualified to help you through it because not only have I experienced it, but I have worked through it. I love being able to relate to my clients because it's not something that's just made up. It's not something, it's not a, but these are not buzzwords that I'm using to, you know, attract clients. This is real. And I know the impact of dealing with these unhelpful thinking patterns and not doing anything about it. It will literally have you believing that you are not going to be successful and whatever it is you try. So I'm I'm jumping ahead, but, you know, we have to acknowledge what it is we're experiencing and do something about it. Okay. But as I said before, I'm jumping ahead. So let me talk about perfectionism or perfectionistic thinking. And oh, for all of my perfectionists out there, you can probably relate to what I am about to say. You have extremely high standards. A 97 wasn't good enough in school. You needed to get a hundred. An A minus wasn't good enough in school. You needed to get an A plus. I remember when I got my first, (laughs) when I got my first B and I cried to my mom and my mom is looking at me like, what is wrong with this girl? And she's like, Shakia, it's okay. Did you try your best? And I'm like, yes. But in my mind, I'm thinking, well, then I must not be good enough because if I, and, and, and now I'm getting into, I don't, uh, the origin stories, but, and I don't want to get too, too far into that, because as I said before, we'll cover it in a future episode. But if my role is quote unquote, the smart one, then who am I? If I'm not getting straight A's, then what value do I have? What worth do I have? If I'm not getting straight A's, right? So you have the, you have extremely high standards, which are often unrealistic or difficult to meet. And so because of this thinking pattern, you have difficulty acknowledging your efforts. If things don't work out flawlessly, when my mom asked me the question, well, did you try your best? The answer was, yes, I tried my best. But this thinking pattern can contribute to you discount you discounting any positive achievements or qualities in yourself or others. Because if it's not perfect, then you think, well, I must be a failure. If it's not perfect, then you say, well, everybody's going to see the part that I got wrong. Everybody's going to see and judge the part that wasn't perfect. They're going to see the flaws. And so the unhelpful thinking pattern says, well, I have to be perfect, maybe in order to be accepted by yourself and by other people, or I have to be perfect in order for me to celebrate my wins. It has to be perfect in order for me to accomplish it. And this one thinking pattern alone will literally stop you in your tracks from making any type of progress. And it'll just cause you to start to feel so bad about yourself that you aren't good enough, that you aren't worthy, that you aren't deserving that things won't happen for you because it feels like nothing is moving, but nothing is moving because you're not moving. You're not doing anything to trigger 
a different result or to trigger a response. You're just in place. You're just standing in place. But the reason why you're standing in place is because you are waiting or wanting everything to be perfect. So you see how this is just, listen, this is a vicious cycle, honey, okay? This is a vicious cycle, and this is why it is so important. I hope you can hear in the brief descriptions I've given you why it is so important to work through these unhelpful thinking patterns. If you want to be successful in your life, in your career, and I don't just mean monetary success. When I'm talking about success, when I'm talking about abundance, I mean looking at the whole, right? So if you want to have success, what does that look like for you? What would that look like? If you want abundance, what would that look like? And how are how would you be able to get it if you continued to let these unhelpful thinking patterns run amok all up in your life and business? And here's something that is also important to note or to to know, to remember when it comes to thinking patterns. Not only will you experience these unhelpful patterns, but you might find that you project them onto others. So because you are a perfectionist, you expect these you expect other people to be perfectionist as well. You expect them to meet your unrealistic <laughs> expectations. And when they don't, it's a problem. Because you might live in the world of shoulds, then when you are talking to somebody else, if you're giving direction, if you're giving advice, if you are attempting to be supportive, then you, sh you might tell a person, well, you should do this and expect that they do it. And if they don't do it, then, you oh my goodness, something must be wrong with them. Or if you encounter an issue at your workplace, you might overgeneralize and say, well, I always have an issue with this one staff member. Or with your clients, you might say, I always have an issue with my client. I always have an issue with this. And then you start picking out some of their qualities that you don't like. But really, you're just projecting what it is you're experiencing onto other people. And that can also run amok in your personal life and in your business. But again, I'll save that conversation for another episode. Here's the thing. The combination of your thinking patterns and these sabotaging behaviors that I mentioned will not move you toward the goal, as I said before. And again, this is why addressing, acknowledging and addressing these thinking patterns are so important, especially when you are working to overcome imposter syndrome. Because these thinking patterns will show up, they will affect how you show up in the world, how you show up at your job, how you show up in your business. So are you overthink, overworking yourself because you're trying to compensate for this feeling of, of, of feeling like a failure because everything isn't perfect? So now you're a workaholic. Now you're working 60 and 80 and 100 hours a week because you feel like you have to meet these unrealistic expectations because everything isn't perfect. Did you move away from going all in on your business because you received one bad review or you're not attracting clients as fast as you like? And so you say, well, I never get new clients. Well, everybody hates me. Look at this one review. Look at this one comment. Somebody left a nasty comment on one of my posts and now I just I just can't possibly post anymore. And I'm like, girl, that was one post. <laughs> girl, that was one comment. People going to be people. And what do I mean that by that? They're going to do some things that you don't agree with. 
They're going to do some things that might be mean. And we're not going to look for the worst in a person or the worst in a situation. But the reality is it's the internet. Okay. But does that mean we're terrible people? We're horrible at what we do? No, it was one comment. Or maybe you stop yourself from creating because you say things like, well, no one ever likes or comments anyway. No one never comments. No one never likes any of my posts. And so you don't create the content you want or you don't create the podcast episodes or the YouTube channel, you know, that you want. But you are missing out on doing things that you enjoy. And you're missing out on helping other people because you never know who's watching or listening, even if they don't comment, even if they don't like your stuff, right? If they're not harding up your stuff, (laughs) it doesn't mean nobody's watching. It doesn't mean you're not helping people. And if you are truly wanting to serve through whichever way it is for you, depending on the type of business you have or career you have, then you have to remember to still keep going, push forward. But if you give in to these unhelpful thinking patterns, then you won't. And you'll justify it by, well, it was a nasty comment. Well, this was a bad review. Well, I don't think their feedback was really helpful. And then start telling yourself how terrible you are and how it, you know, just going right back into that cycle that we talked about a little earlier. So a quick recap with today's episode, we covered three unhelpful thinking patterns that are associated with imposter syndrome. And those thinking patterns are overgeneralization, the shoulds, and perfectionism. And the goal is for you to acknowledge what you might be experiencing and address it so that you can work through your imposter syndrome so that we can move beyond it and reach the goals and manifest the life that we want so that you can go beyond it and reach your goals and manifest the life that you want. Let me know if anything resonated with you and what you took away from today's episode. You can comment on uh, Instagram at alignedandfree.co or you can comment wherever you might be listening to the Aligned and Free show. But I would love to hear what you resonated with and what you want to work on. And let me know, are you identifying with some of the things we're talking about in this imposter understanding imposter syndrome series? If you are resonating with a lot of this information, then I would highly suggest and encourage you get in touch with me. If you are ready to do the work, if you are ready to not hold on to some of the excuses and sabotaging behaviors and unhelpful thinking patterns, and you want to use energetic principles and evidence-based practices to help you overcome imposter syndrome and create the success that you want in your life and business and to manifest, uh, to manifest the life you've always dreamed of, then I would encourage you to click the link in the show notes and you can schedule your one-on-one call with me. You can schedule your private coaching call with me and we can go ahead and we can get started because it's no reason for us to still hold on to some of the things that no longer serve us. We don't have to hold on to this stuff. It's heavy. Doesn't it feel heavy? I know if I was holding on when I'm holding on to things, it feels heavy and I can't do, I'm not able to do and move how I really want. Why? Because of all that extra weight and baggage, honey. And we want to move beyond it. Listen, we're in a mission here, right? We're building legacies and building empires. We want to change the world. We want to serve communities. We want to help so many people. We can't do that 
if we are going to continue. You can do that if you are going to continue to give into imposter syndrome. I can do that if I only if I gave in to imposter syndrome and I never worked through it then I wouldn't even be doing the show today. I wouldn't even have my podcast because imposter syndrome told me, girl, don't do it. But I said, uh-uh, sis, listen, this is uh, something that I want to do, right? Why not? I love talking. But anyway, <laughs> love talking and love sharing information. I gave you a quick recap of what we covered of the three types of unhelpful thinking patterns that are associated with imposter syndrome. I'm also encouraging you to, you know, stay connected with me and let me know what you resonate with and what which thinking pattern or thinking patterns you want to start working on. And if you are ready to start working on these thinking patterns, right, and on overcoming imposter syndrome, then you can click the link in my show notes so that you can schedule your private coaching session with me. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope that you have a courageous day and I will talk to you real soon. Uh, next week, actually. <laughs> it's a weekly, it's a weekly show. So I'll be back next week. I want you to have a courageous day. Bye for now. Thanks for joining us this week on the Aligned and Free show. Check us out on Instagram at alignedandfree.co and head on over to our website at alignedandfree.co to download your fabulous and free audio training on manifesting. If you are new to manifesting, if you are a beginner, this training is for you. And while you're over there, learn more about mindset shifts and overcoming imposter syndrome so that you can manifest the life you desire. As always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you amazing content. Talk to you next week.